a Democrat murders an extreme MAGA Republican. Mr. Reagan. All right, so this is a very sad story. This comes to us from North Dakota. I'm just going to read it here. I just found this out. Uh, that's why I'm a little bit disheveled. It's, uh, it's almost three in the morning, but I'm like, I want to do this video because this is nuts. This, this comes from the Grand Forks Herald. That's a story written by Matt Henson. And this kid looks like just like the nicest kid. Uh, this is this truly is a tragedy. Headline, driver admitted to intentionally killing teen at North Dakota street dance after political dispute. Court papers say 41-year-old Shannon Brandt confessed to a 911 dispatcher and police that he killed 18-year-old Kaylor Ellingson due to a political dispute. Unbelievable. According to court papers, it was not an accident, but apparently a politically motivated attack. The fatal vehicle-pedestrian incident happened early Sunday morning, September 18th, in McHenry, North Dakota, about 120 miles northwest of Fargo and 54 miles north of Jamestown. Prosecutors allege moments before he was killed, 18-year-old Kaylor Ellingson called his mom to come rescue him because 41-year-old Shannon Brandt was chasing him in the city of McHenry, where the street dance had just wrapped up. By the time she could get there, her son was dead. Brandt was officially charged Monday with vehicular homicide and leaving the scene of a deadly accident. He was the one that called 911 to report the crash, said North Dakota Highway Patrol Captain Brian Neewind. Court papers show Brandt called 911 around 2.30 a.m. Sunday and told the 911 dispatcher that he had just hit Ellingson, claiming that the teen was part of a Republican extremist group and was calling people to come get Brandt after the political argument. And this is this is the problem, right? This is the thing that really struck me and the reason why I wanted to just record this video off the cuff uh, in the middle of the night, right? When I read When I read the article, I just thought this is a direct consequence of the rhetoric coming from the left. This is a direct result of Joe Biden going up and giving speeches and calling Republicans extreme MAGA Republicans. This guy claimed that the teen was part of a Republican extremist group. Look at this kid's picture. Does he look like he's an extremist of any kind? I mean, to me, he just looks like an extremely nice guy. This is the kind of crazy crap that happens when you terrify your voter base and you tell them that the opposition, they're actually domestic terrorists, okay? This kid was obviously not an extremist of any kind. This guy hears Joe Biden say extreme MAGA Republicans, and when he gets into a political altercation, you know, political arguments can get very heated. People get very frustrated. Democrats are on the losing side of almost every issue if you just look at the facts, right? If you just look at the data, if you just look at the, the evidence, if you just look at the ideas that Democrats have versus Republicans, Democrats lose every time. So you're going to inevitably have situations where on just an interpersonal level, you know, man to man, you're having a debate with somebody. The Democrats are almost always going to leave frustrated and angry. And this is why I mentioned in a previous video, like, do not just try to destroy a Democrat in a debate because, and I didn't say it because, oh, well, your life is going to be in danger, right? I didn't even think about that. I just said that because I thought, well, you're not going to convince somebody. Somebody's going to be hardened against you once you defeat them in an argument, like clearly, right? When you humiliate them. But in this case, I'm pretty sure what probably happened here was that this poor kid, Ellingson, um, probably just humiliated this guy, Brandt. I mean, Ellingson is 18, and this Brandt guy is 41. And, I mean, he looks like a pretty big dude. God, I feel so so bad for this kid. I mean, he, uh, this piece of garbage murders this kid because he's angry about an, a political debate. This only happens in an America 
where the two sides have become so unbelievably polarized that you know one side thinks that the other side is a is a group of domestic terrorists right and that only happens when you have a president like Joe Biden inciting this kind of violence and yes he incited this kind of violence democrats claim that republicans are inciting violence that trump incited an insurrection take a look at, at part of Donald Trump's speech that they claimed incited violence on January 6th. We have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated, lawfully slated. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Now let's have a look at Joe Biden's rhetoric which I believe incited this man's violence. The Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. MAGA Republicans look at America and see carnage and darkness and despair. We hear you've heard it. More and more talk about violence as an acceptable political tool. Trump and the extreme MAGA Republicans quote a clear and present danger to our democracy. Now, which speech do you think more likely actually incited violence? Clearly, Joe Biden's. Clearly, what Joe Biden says has incited this man to violence just because he was angry. He felt justified in killing this kid because Joe Biden said they're extremists. They're extremist MAGA Republicans. F*** you, Joe Biden. I'm going to continue reading here. Ellingson's mom told police that her son called her just before the crash, asking if she knew Brandt, which she does. But she does not believe that her son knew him. So what it, what it looks like here is that this guy, somehow he, he knew who this kid was, or he at least knew who this kid's mom was. And presumably he knows this kid's mom's politics, right? So there it looks like maybe there was some kind of history there. I'm not going to speculate about that. Honestly, I don't even think it matters. Maybe there was kind of like a personal dispute or something like that. But that doesn't have anything to do with his killing this woman's son, you don't kill somebody's son because you don't like them, right? That, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I suppose if you're a real sadistic son of a bitch, maybe. But at the end of the day, that's the kind of thing that you would see in a movie. In real life, somebody gets mad at somebody, somebody doesn't like their politics, you go after them personally. What it sounds like is he had an altercation with this kid. He went after him. He probably mentioned something about knowing this kid's mom. The kid was like, what the hell? Calls his mom, says, can you pick me up? This guy seems to know you. She's like, yeah, I do know him. But... The kid apparently did not know him. According to the police, they said, uh, we are still trying to determine what exactly transpired at the time of the crash and prior to that as well, explained Neewind. 
Police say Brandt was drunk when he hit and killed Ellingson with his SUV. Well, alcohol does not help anything, does it, folks? We do not know of any witnesses. We're still trying to make attempts to interview potential witnesses from the street dance, people that were present prior to the crash happening, Newen said. I'm sure people are going to come out and explain what they saw. I'm sure there were other people there. A judge ordered Brandt to be held on $50,000 bail, which he to which he objected, saying he's not a flight risk. I have a job, a life, a house, and things I don't want to see go by the wayside. Family that are very important to me, Brandt told the judge. Yeah, you just murdered an 18-year-old kid. I'm just happy that this didn't happen in, like, New York City or something like that, where they don't have any bail anymore. It's just like, whatever, oh, you killed a kid? Yeah, fine, just, uh, you can get out of here. Uh, no, I'm, gl- I'm glad this happened somewhere fairly sensible where they can, you know, they actually can hold you. If convicted on the vehicular homicide charge, Brandt would face a minimum of 10 years in prison because of a DUI on his record. An angry alcoholic leftist. Shocking. The maximum for the crime is 20 years. Troopers say as the investigation develops that they could recommend more serious charges. What's kind of shocking to me here is this is a white guy. This is a, a middle-aged white man. This is not your typical Democrat demographic. But at the end of the day, if you're a middle-aged white man, what are you doing voting Democrat? What are you doing holding, you know, in your mind, Democrat philosophies so strongly that you are willing to debate those policies against somebody and get angry about it? Um, I I do know somebody, actually, who is older than this guy, uh, who is a Democrat and who is a white man. And it, it just confuses me. It's like the Democrat Party has restructured itself to be a party that is essentially about destroying white men, right? They want to raise you up if you're a woman. They want to raise you up if you're black. They want to raise you up if you're gay, trans, an immigrant, Muslim, whatever. But if you're a straight white Christian man, oh, no, 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 sorry. You're at the bottom of the pile. We are going to try to destroy you. You can't get a job. Everybody else gets a job in front of you. You cannot succeed in any way whatsoever. You, 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 know, you have no rights, essentially, in America, according to Democrats, if you are a straight white man. If you're a straight white man, why would you ever vote Democrat? This guy's not just voting Democrat. He believes the philosophy so much, he's getting into arguments about it, getting angry with people, and then murdering them. And this guy is clearly either nuts or he has totally been indoctrinated. I mean, it's very strange. I all, you know, we often refer to the Democrat Party as a kind of a cult. And people say that hyperbolically about the Republican Party. And sometimes we say it hyperbolically about the Democrat Party. But in this case, it seems like it's real. I mean, I don't know how somebody could be that passionately a Democrat. You know what it is? This is the same thing as the, the guy that I know who's an older guy. I think he's in his 60s, actually. And he's a staunch Democrat to the point where he, he will argue with me, like like uh, passionately argue with me. And I think it boils down to like just not wanting to believe you're wrong, right? And that may be what happened here. You know, if you voted Democrat your whole life, the Democrat Party has shifted so much and become so radical and so crazy that, like I said, you cannot win an argument against a conservative. So if you're having a debate against somebody, you're going to lose. And that kind of cognitive dissonance is very difficult for people. They can't reconcile the fact that they have been wrong essentially their whole life. They've backed the wrong horse. They are in the lo- on the losing team. They are now on the team of bad ideas, and it is obvious. And if somebody puts that in their face, that's going to be very difficult for them to process, to handle, to deal with. So, you know, this is a tragedy. Look, you know, I don't want to belittle the, this guy's death. I mean... 
I know turning this into just a political conversation here on this YouTube channel is maybe not the most dignified way to talk about this story, but I do think it's important to look at the kind of rhetoric that we are hearing from politicians and actually look at the consequences of that rhetoric. Because whereas MSNBC and the New York Times and other politicians, Democrat politicians, will tell you that Donald Trump is this you know, horrible person. He intended for January 6th to become an insurrection. He incited it and all that kind of stuff. They are lying to you. I mean, we all know that they're lying. But it's honestly, it's shameful. It's disgusting that they would do this because they are creating a scenario that could actually exist. And, I, and as we see, it has come to pass that this kind of thing can happen. A politician's words can have deadly consequences. But that was not true with Donald Trump. It never was true with Donald Trump. They then tried to turn Biden into Donald Trump or what they believed Donald Trump to be. They believed Donald Trump to be this evil fascist dictator. They knew Donald Trump was popular. They said, well, let's turn Joe Biden into that fascist dictator that seems to be so popular with the, you know, Donald Trump extreme MAGA Republicans. Maybe people like Biden more, right? But we don't like Donald Trump because he's an extreme fascist dictator or whatever it is you think. You know, we don't see Donald Trump that way, you morons. We see Donald Trump as somebody who actually tells the truth. And that's why we like him. He agrees with us. We don't agree with him. But in the case of Joe Biden, I think maybe what they were constantly warning us about with Donald Trump, that he's, that he's encouraging violence and all this kind of stuff. That's what we see actually happened here with Joe Biden. And I think we need to be very aware of the consequences of this kind of rhetoric. And I think Democrats need to know what's happened here and who's responsible, because I do genuinely believe that Joe Biden bears some responsibility for this. Because normally we don't blame politicians for divisive rhetoric or getting people killed because there are some crazy people out there. But in the case of Joe Biden, the stuff that he said, the way that he was trying to demonize conservatives in that speech, he did make people afraid. He did make Democrats afraid of conservatives. And that's what they've been trying to do slowly over time. But Joe Biden really threw it out there in that speech. And if you look at the language here in this article, they say that on Sunday he told the 911 dispatcher that he just hit Ellingson, claiming the teen was part of a Republican extremist group. And he was calling people to come get Brandt after a political argument. Obviously, this kid wasn't calling people to get Brandt. He was calling his mom to take him home. He was obviously not part of any Republican extremist group. That sounds like rhetoric that we just heard from Joe Biden. And that's why I say that in this particular case, yeah, I do think that we can draw a connection between Joe Biden's rhetoric and this murder right here. All right, well, that's it for me. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. And remember, it's not that our liberal friends are ignorant. It's just they know so much that is not so. Good night. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. And it's been said if we lose that war and in so doing lose this way of freedom of ours, History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. I'm trying to protect myself from all those dangerous extremist Trump-supporting Republicans we've been told to worry about. What are you talking about? Didn't you watch Biden's speech? Let me fill you in. It turns out that you and I and our democracy are in grave danger. Biden broke the news that the greatest threat to our republic are Trump-supporting Republicans. Which in a campaign of Biden against Trump happens to be all Republicans. 
Those people are violent monsters. Before, I just mistakenly thought they were my fellow Americans who happened to think differently than me about some things and vote differently. But when the commander-in-chief told me to think about them as dangerous extremists, I realized I had been thinking about them incorrectly. Now I have a more sensible point of view of just thinking about them as the enemy of the state. You can tell how dangerous they are because in an effort to unite the country, Biden divided the country against the enemy, which is half the country.